before we uh, look into uh, before we look into the Word of God, we're going to um, hear from one of our, our brothers, uh, Jonathan Fong, who um, is going to be commissioned as a house church shepherd for the <clears throat> for the Middle East House Church. Uh, one of the things that we talk about a lot, you might hear this a lot, that uh, here at Harvest we exist to glorify God by equipping Christ-centered leaders to, to transform the world. As we uh, introduce Daniel, as we have him, as we had him stand. You know, Daniel is, uh, he was, he's a product of our youth ministry, and the Lord changed his life and, and transformed him so that he might be able to serve and impact the lives of many people who come behind him. And, and that's our desire, is that uh, maybe uh, one day as Daniel stands up here, that he will be introducing one of our current youth students as the new youth pastor of our congregation. That's our hope, is that God would continue to raise up uh, generation after generation after generation of people who love the Lord and serve him. And one of the main ways of, of equipping and training for that is through the context of house churches. And so um, the paradigm of leadership in the biblical sense is not uh, top-down. We tell you what to do and you do it. But the paradigm of leadership, the way that Jesus showed, is that uh, he got down on his feet and he washed the feet of his disciples, giving them an example that they might do to the world uh, after, he's, after uh, Jesus ascended into heaven. And so um, the outgoing shepherd, the one who has been serving Jonathan in this way, uh, after John shares, is going to uh, commission him. Seho Hong is going to commission him to service, uh, to lead and shepherd and to serve and to give his life for the people of the Middle East House Church. So uh, before we do the commissioning, I'm going to invite Jonathan to come forward. He's going to share um, a, brief, uh, a brief testimony of what the Lord is doing in him and what has brought him to this point. Let's give, uh, give him a round of applause. Good morning, everybody. So uh, sometimes I look back and I wonder uh, if the only reason why I'm up here is, um, is because Seho and Jane decided to have a baby. Um, and I happen to be at the right place at the right time. Um, or alternatively, uh, maybe the entire sequence of events uh, leading up to this point has been carefully orchestrated by a higher power. I have a hunch that it's not mere coincidence, but at the same time I struggle with doubt. Um, if you look at my track record, you will see that I actively try to avoid um, any kind of leadership role when possible, and up, up until now, I've been very good at that. As somebody who identifies as an introvert, I can easily come up with many excuses, but for some reason, I haven't said no to this yet. Uh, ever since I was presented with the opportunity uh, to serve as a house church shepherd, there has been a, a persistent, uh, constant gnawing at my conscience telling me that I would miss out on something big if I said no. And as tempting as it has been to let somebody else take that responsibility and to bear that burden, uh, I've been convinced that I uh, needed to embrace this opportunity to serve. Uh, so I know it'll be costly, but I also trust that the rewards uh, will far outweigh the cost. Uh, one of the biggest barriers that I realized I needed to overcome was, uh, was that of desiring a comfortable lifestyle. Uh, so uh, when I was at the Urbana conference, um, Ryan Lee, uh, he made fun of me and called me a princess uh, because, <laughs> because I wanted to take an Uber back to the hotel. Um, in my defense, it was 40 degrees out, um, and it was raining, um, and the Uber was only like $5, so it would have been like a dollar a person. <laughs> um, 
But if I was sitting in my Uber and I see like a, a puppy walking along the freeway in the cold, wet rain um, with cars zipping past, uh, I'd probably get out of my car to make sure that the puppy is safe. Uh, because as much as I love being warm and dry, uh, I'm not about dead puppies. <laughs> so I'll try to use this analogy. Um, I'll, use, I'll try to use this analogy to explain my, explain my convictions. Um, uh, so I feel like I've been living my life as if I were sitting in my, in my Uber, and when I glance out the window, I see thousands upon thousands of puppies uh, getting wrecked by cars left and right, and I'm barely batting an eye. I didn't realize that I've been clinging so tightly to the lifestyle that this world can offer that I lost sight of the things going on around me. During our Wednesday night prayer meetings, uh, we pray for our missionaries, for the persecuted church, and for the people in places where it's not easy being a Christian. And the more I pray for them, I realize that they might be doing far better than we are in America. Uh, the more I feel like uh, the church in America are the ones in trouble. And I feel like as a nation, we may be more concerned about doing church um, than saving lost souls. It's my vision at Harvest, for Harvest, and for our house churches uh, to look through life through a different set of lenses. Uh, one that makes it clear to us that uh, the things we choose to do or the things that we choose not to do could be the difference between life and death for our friends, our family, and our people in our community. I don't want to be part of a house church that just sits around waiting for other people to do the work that we've been called to do, uh, but one that wouldn't think twice about jumping out of our uh, proverbial Ubers where it's safe, where it's comfortable um, when there are lives at stake. When I first started coming to Harvest, I felt like uh, I was the prodigal son returning home, and it was through house church where I was, being, where I was beginning to be able to close that gap between living for myself and living for God. But through sharing life with other members of my house church, I was reminded of the peace and of the joy uh, that can only be found when I'm loved by my Heavenly Father. For me, uh, what made Seho a good house church shepherd was that he listened rather than asserted his beliefs on us. Uh, he was wise with his words, even though he might not have studied to be a, a theologian. He was always able to explain the fundamentals in a way that was relevant to us. He's also humble, uh, the type of person who would uh, Im immediately turn around and give all of the praise that I'm giving him uh, back to God. But the thing that mattered the most was that I was able to see Christ through Seho's life and through the lives of my other house church brothers and sisters. And that reminded me that living for God is far worth, worth far more than my struggles, my sacrifices, and my all. I'm encouraged when reputations, successes, identities, and the logic of this world are laid on the line and God is able to do his work. It's a beautiful thing to be able to witness God's strength uh, being revealed through our weakness and our brokenness. So through house church, I was able to come to know God in a deeper way and begin building a faith that I can finally call my own. So my desire for myself and for my house church is that we challenge ourselves to allow God to use us to the fullest in order that his will be accomplished, uh, that together we rejoice through every hardship and trial, and that we continue to serve one another in love, knowing that Christ has already paid the ultimate price. Uh, so that we could live. 
Uh, in doing so, I pray that God will use what little we can to offer uh, to bring hope and life to those who desperately need it. And it will be our greatest joy every time a lost soul is brought into God's everlasting kingdom. Uh, before, again, the commissioning, uh, I'm going to invite Seho to, to uh, come up. And um, Seho has been, uh, boy, he's seen three house churches multiply under his care. He's like the house church shepherd guru and has uh, empowered and released so many people. He's a grandfather of house church shepherds now. Uh, but he's going to come, and uh, with the birth of their child, uh, everything has changed in their lives. And so um, he has passed off the house church in order to continue in, uh, in that in that same vein. So I'm going to invite Seho to come forward. He's going to share a couple words, and then uh, we'll, he'll commission John. Okay, let's uh, give him a round of applause. Thank you. So my daughter was crying. That's why, if anybody was wondering what that was. <laughs> I'm sure that's what you were thinking. <laughs> But as a new dad, like you hear any sort of noise and you know exactly if it's your daughter or if it's your child. I'm sure all the parents would uh, relate to that. So, okay, um, uh, a lot of kind words. Um, I appreciate that, but, but, but really, um, you know, glory be to God um, for, for his goodness and his faithfulness. Um, I remember Jonathan, I remember meeting him for the first time, and I remember him coming to house church. Um, he, was, uh, he was quiet. He um, was quiet. Uh, didn't really say much, um, kind of kept to himself. Um, and then today, uh, well, he's still kind of quiet, <laughs> kind of keeps to himself, and uh, doesn't doesn't always say much. Um, but all kidding aside, um, you know, I I, I have to say, uh, one one of the areas that that that, that always has impressed me about Jonathan um, has been uh, has been his faithfulness. And uh, Jonathan's been faithful in, in a lot of ways, and I'll, and I'll share some of those with you. So he is, uh, he's faithful um, in our service to our house church. He, is, um, uh, he hosts uh, quite a bit, um, at least once a month, and he also faithfully um, makes uh, healthy um, food for us, uh, which my wife uh, appreciates so much um, instead of eating pizza and fried chicken um, every week. Um, he's also faithful in coming into uh, to Wednesday prayer meetings, which, uh, which, which he had referred to. Um, he's also uh, faithful in working uh, for his parents um, as an accountant. Um, <clears throat> he's also incredibly faithful um, in his workout regimens. So, uh, so this is a true story. Um, I, we, we, we had a house church at, um, at, uh, at, at Sister Monica's house, um, which is out in, like the, in, in, the, in, the, in the heart and soul and depths of Oviedo. Okay, so for anybody, for anybody who knows where that is, it's out in Oviedo. And um, I go there, I, I walk in, and um, I don't see Jonathan's car outside, but I see Jonathan there, so I assumed that he had uh, you know, caught a ride or something like that. Um, but come to find out that Jonathan had actually rode his bike from Baldwin Park <laughs> to the heart of Oviedo, which is like more than an hour ride. Um, um, so for anybody that's familiar with that distance, um, truly, that does take faithfulness uh, to do um, and to be committed to. Um, in addition to that, uh, after house church was over, he then rode his bike back home at like 10:45 at night. So, um, so yeah. So if that's not faithfulness, I, I don't know uh, what really is. 
Um, but, uh, you know, thankfully, um, the faithfulness doesn't just end with, uh, with, with Jonathan, but the faithfulness also uh, begins and ends with uh, what God has been doing in Jonathan. And, um, you know, Jonathan, you know, as, as he mentioned um, in, in his sharing, uh, you know, he, he went through a period in which, you know, he stopped going to church, um, uh, you know, after he'd gone to college and, uh, you know, some things had happened, some personal struggles. But um, so thankful, so thankful that, um, that God called him back and God was faithful in that way. Um, there are so many that, 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 that go along that path that never make it back, um, you know, that, that stop going to church, that lose faith uh, for whatever reason it is, um, and, and, and basically that's, that's, that, that's the end of it. Uh, that's the end of their faith, faith walk with, um, uh, with Christ. And so um, God's been faithful in that way um, in bringing him to, to our church. Um, God's been faithful uh, through our house church and, and, and people like, like Min Sung, people like Monica, people like, um, people like Sung, um, um, people like Solhi, uh, people that have really made Jonathan feel like they're at home um, uh, when they come to our house church and when they come to our church. Um, shepherds are often reminded uh, by DL that uh, it's not about fruit, but it's about faithfulness. And so that, that, that's why I'm confident that uh, Jonathan's not in this for the sprint, but Jonathan is in fact in this for the, the long haul, the, the, the long bike ride from Baldwin Park all the way to Oviedo. Um, I think God often will um, not show us the fruit because, frankly, I think we can't handle it. And, um, and I, so, so I'm, I'm confident that, that, that Jonathan's not going to be discouraged uh, when he doesn't see immediate results, uh, but he'll continue to rely upon that, uh, reply, uh, rely upon God, and um, reply, rely upon his bike. <laughs>